Hello and welcome to the My Virgin Kitchen podcast. Episode 21, Mummy Time. If you like your podcasts with a sumptuous serving of juicy, tender, ear-tickling fun, you've come to the right place. A gastrolicious menu infused with yummy guests, a sprinkle of food news, creamed together with banter, and a delightful side of captivating clumsiness. Mmm. It's the podcast you never knew you needed, like an exquisite chocolate-drizzled croque-en-bouche for your audio taste buds. It's the My Virgin Kitchen podcast. Bingo. Hello, Mummy. <laughs> we had a few takes of that. We um, did. Um, so I was like, if you can just try and go, episode 21, if you can try not to do that, that'd be amazing. You did well. Thank you. That's Okay. Um, my mum, are you nervous? I'm not nervous. No, it's just not comfortable sat with headphones on, really. Isn't it? No. You've never worn headphones in your life? Um, yeah, once or twice, but it's not a choice, is it? It is a choice. You can either wear headphones or not wear headphones. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, my mum did say, I'm a bit nervous before uh, coming on. So we're in the front room of my house um actually phoebe is with us but she's sat without headphones and a mic she's just sat to one side on a kindle supervising monitoring the sound levels right phoebs mm-hmm. if you heard that yeah, hopefully you heard a little there. yeah but my mum did say before she came on you're nervous just a bit but coming nervous from a lady that has her face on the back of a van because you do a bit of kids shows don't you we do yes um, that you're not nervous about that this is a different kind of nerves well, because I don't really think about that, do I? Because you're wearing a sequin dress on the back of a van with your husband, Tony. Jack- jacket. Husband, ja- yeah, matching jacket. jacket. It's the Billy and Bobby show. That Give was a, little a plug. long time ago. But those stickers, those posters were on that van for a long time. They were. I nearly ripped them off once. I was like, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Um, some of my friends would be like, your mum's on the back of a van driving around, like a really old transit van, like wearing a se- pink sequin jacket. Are you okay with this? Like, uh I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> so if you can be confident enough to have your van, your face, it's very showbiz picture, wasn't it? Very Paul Daniels esque on the back of a van. If you can be as confident for that, you should be okay with this. Right. Well, we'll see. All we're we? doing is having a conversation. Mm-hmm. So let's give a little profile about my mum. How can you summarise yourself in a sentence, mum? Um, I'm quite nervous. <laughs> no, well, no, I'm I'm quite funny. Um, Why did that make you laugh, Beeps? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. That's how funny you are. You make people laugh by saying I'm funny straight off the bat. Yeah, and I'm quite. That's lovely. the best. Oh, quite don't lovable. move your legs like that, Mum. Jeez, not? you said be comfy. I said be comfy, but my mum um, is is at a, a, a nice age now. Um, you know, she's um, going on forty, aren't you? Um, Plus, born on the same day, same year as Michael Jackson, by the way. <laughs> Shamal, uh, but she likes to wear the odd short dress, and today she has picked an absolute stonker. And that, uh, <laughs> sitting opposite Barry you, Lewis, that is not short, Mum. I wouldn't let Phoebe wear that dress, and that, that actual dress that you're wearing, and you're double her height. What a load of rubbish! But my main point is, you just adjusted your leg position, and I saw way too much Mum than I intended to this morning when I set out doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so if we could, um. I don't know. The whole point of this podcast was to have a, a chat with my mummy. Um, so yes, you are quite funny, mum. You're very. I, 
very nice loving lady my mum if you haven't seen her in some videos we did um what did we do a frog no what was it we did snails together we did snails mm. um that horrible durian fruit yes that was a good one yeah you got get you got well involved in that we did a couple of other videos as well i mean so my mum has appeared uh on the main channel uh the my virgin kitchen channel and the vlog channel the barry's a couple of times just in passing uh there was one where you were was it blow drying your hair like the other week Something did you like? put that up yeah you were I, I, that was that was the best that was the highlight of the video <laughs> don't put that camera on me <laughs> i don't want to be seen um but my mum always makes sure wherever she goes she looks the best she can which is which is a real good you know a lot of people don't do that myself included sometimes right that's with me. pressure what's pre what's pressure well that's pressure because now i'm gonna have to continue to do this but you do Aww. You always look very, very pretty. And obviously, you've got nice and dressed like Chloe did for the podcast, all smart up, but no one can see us. I can do a little Instagram picture, which I will do, uh, at my Virgin Kitchen, so you can have a look at that. But I want to ask you a question, Mum. Okay. I teased this on one of a recent podcast, and hopefully I can rejig your memory on this. Um, all I remember was one day, my dad, um, my mum and dad now have moved on, and my mum has a, a new partner, and so does well, my dad sort of had a couple of different ones of these sort of it's like a frog leaps from lily pad to lily pad, doesn't he? Uh, <laughs> are you laughing at that? Yeah, if you want to put it like that. I thought you were going to self-combust then. Um, but uh, I remember my dad once trying to impress you. You were out. I don't know what the heck he did. And he microwaved a bowl that was not microwavable and he melted it. And I swear to God, he was telling me he was making him a blancmange. <laughs> and obviously, you don't make a blancmange in a microwave. But I don't know if you can remember any of that story or at no. least the aftermath of that. No, not really. No, I remember lots of other things, but not that one. And that sticks in your mind. Did yeah, because you really it was the want smell. The... I thought our house was oh, burning down. And he's like, uh, watch this, son. I am treating your uh, mother tonight. Uh, <laughs> Daddy's kitchen is in full action. Uh, and then all I remember was this waft of like burning plastic. Oh, no. And then going, Dad, what have you done? He's like, I've made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear, it was, it was a pudding, 100%. It was a pudding, and I think it was like a blancmange. And but there's no reason why you would microwave a blancmange for. But he never really cooked, did he, Dad? No, he didn't. Um, no, he used to eat a lot, but not yeah. cook. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's 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 cool. Um, so what you said, you had some other memories there. Have you got any foodie memories growing up? What? Well, my my mum, or when you were growing up. What do you mean? Anything. Right. My. Do you, do you have? Do you have memory? <laughs> no, I don't have a lot of memory. It's fading fast. I'm your son. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to forget that. Am uh, I? Okay. And you don't need to cross your legs, so that's fine. So but just I'm stay exactly where. Yeah, I'm get comfortable. Please. Stop going on about my legs. No, please maintain that position. I will. Don't, don't cross <laughs> again. <laughs> What's the problem? You said be comfy. I would have preferred it if you wore some trousers. Maybe no. some podcasting trousers. That would have been quite nice. Well, you'll have to get me some, some then. Some leggings. Phoebe's pointing at her leggings. Um, so, yeah. Any foodie memories of you growing up, Mum? When I used to grow up, my mum... When I used to grow up. Yeah. I stopped that a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> when I was growing up, my mum used to make her own faggots. Okay. And they were enormous. Enormous um, faggots. Um, yeah. Can you explain to me... Oh, the people listening. Some people, um, we get a lot of people listening from overseas, so not the UK. Could you explain what faggots are? Well, it's basically, it's onion and we've got liver and all sorts of things. And it's 
it's made into a ball. Yeah, it's like a big fat meatball, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Yeah, so it's, um, like, it's like a poor man's meatball mm. with lots of gubbins in it. But they were delicious. And I don't know, can you still get these You can get the I think it's Mr. Brains ones. or Mr. Brains faggots. Yeah, but they're just so tiny and small. Yeah, but Nan used to make them and I used to like them. A bit of peas and mashed potato. Yeah, mm. I remember that. But she never did the homemade ones of me. I think she went on oh, uh, she to moved have Mr. On. Brains. She moved on. So what was it about those faggots that <laughs> did, your, did your taste buds, Mum? They were just so tasty and um, just really nice. I'd like to know if anybody out there still makes homemade faggots. I'm sure they do. I'm sure. They do. Do in fact, I have not done a, a, a recipe on that, so maybe I should do that in in memory of, of this uh, of this of your food memory. There, I think that's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, Nan, um, who yeah, she lived with us growing up. She passed away a few years back. Um, she used to work in a chocolate factory as well, didn't she? I've got she did picture somewhere that she used to always show us of her sat outside. Is it Cadbury factory? Like the original. Cadbury Bourneville factory with Mr. Cadbury or something. Yes, yeah. I know it had um, Bourneville at the bottom of it. It was taken in Birmingham. Birmingham? She didn't work in a factory. Oh, she just... <laughs> I don't you know, know what? what? I really fancy going to get my photo taken outside. I don't outside know. There was some reason. I need to look into that. You've, um, you've got that bit wrong. Right. So why does she have a picture of herself outside of a factory they with a load in... of other workers? No, they were invited guests. Ah, Okay. Yeah. So what see. did she do for work then at that time? She worked in an office, actually. Ah, okay. Yeah. Ah, I thought she I thought she actually invented the dairy milk. That would have been amazing. Oh, she loved dairy milk. She did. She used to put um, my nan, when we would go to bed, because she lived with us growing up, she would put um, dairy milk under my pillow nearly every night. And I night. never knew. I and just that was thought... our little secret. She was my little best friend. She was. Yeah. And uh, I'd wake up in the morning. Some nights I'd even forget myself. And there would look, be, look like some sort of dirt protest on my pillows <laughs> of like melted chocolate where the heat of my head being against the cushion had created this massive brown streak. I thought, oh, God. Um, I just thought she was a chocoholic. I didn't realise she was dishing it out. Yeah, she was. And sometimes she'd put a pound under there instead. It was like having a tooth fairy <laughs> living with us. It was amazing. Um, so what about... Dad then, cooking. Did he ever cook for you? Did he ever do any special meals or anything like that? I don't remember your dad cooking at all. So you just remember this? Well, you don't even remember this, but <laughs> no, 100% I, that happened. But you said Cause I Because me and my older there. sister Charlene were looking at us going, looking at each other going, that doesn't smell good. No, because I think you were out and then you were coming back and he came to surprise you. Oh, it must have been a surprise. Yeah. I mean, I've always been into the kitchen, haven't I? Not necessarily cooking. Uh, I once tried to cook our cats, didn't I? What? Do you remember Tigger? The, we had a we had a tabby cat called Tigger. It was lovely it was, and it hopped on the hob. Do you remember? You didn't do it. It just hopped up. He didn't know it was hot, did he? It was just the hob was on, yeah, and it walked on the hob, and it um, yeah, one paws... of those. Oh, it's awful! Ow! Don't don't. The cat hated that. Of course he did. Yeah, he should have paused way before he walked onto it and considered that that red circle was very hot. Yes. Mm, okay. Uh, what about you? What's your favourite meal, Mummy? What do I like? Or grilling, Mummy. Now, Mummy is uh, quite um, a cautious eater, and then every now and then she'll just go, "I'm going to eat everything." I love salmon. Do you? I love salmon. I love quite a lot of fish, prawns. Mm. Um, I love beetroot. Oh, I used to hate beetroot, but I did a food fear video on it, and now I really like it. I love beetroot. I could have beetroot with anything. Do you know that a lot of the supermarket food colourings that you get, 
the purpley ones is just actually beetroot juice. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. And if you smell it, it's like beetroot, a jar of beetroot. Mm. Really like, you can paint with it. You used it, didn't you, Phoebe, once? Yeah, I did. I, I did that. Yeah, I painted your car with it. It's really cool. Uh, actually, you know, roasting beetroot is really nice. Bit of salt and pepper on beetroot. Yeah. Okay. Just whack it in the oven mm. and roast it so it all chars and caramelizes. Ugh, that stuff is good. See how you can change your taste buds then? Because growing up, you never liked cheese as a as a baby. If I ever gave you anything cheesy, yeah. I still don't like cheese cold. Mm. If it's melted, I'll I'll, I'll swim in that. I love it. What's that all about then? Well, you melt cheese by putting it in a pan or in a microwave or, you know, on, on top of something like, you know, mm. pizza and then it melts. That's how you melt cheese. Yes, I know, but... Oh, there's a fly. Oh. I like how you're swatting that in it, like a casual karate kid style. Oh, go away, fly. You used to like the karate kid. You're interrupting my airtime. I did like the karate kid. What did else? you like it? Um, wax on, wax off. Skeletor. Yeah, I was a big into Skeletor and He-Man. Didn't they try and bring that back out? But it's all the old school stuff. And the old school movie was amazing as well. Mm. And Back to the Future used to like watching. That's my favourite film. I have a Lego Back to the Future in the other room. Do you? Yeah, it's amazing. You can't touch it. Mm-hmm. It's mine. <laughs> There's a scene from Back to the Future where he takes a really, really tiny pizza. He's like, oh, mum, you sure know how to rehydrate a pizza. And he just literally puts it in a machine, presses a button. Ten seconds later, it turns into this massive pizza. That's that's the future. That's that's what's happening. So what's your favourite thing to cook at the moment, Emma? What, what do you? What do I like to cook? Yeah, when you dive into that kitchen, and you rummage around. Like, what do you cook for your new lover, husband, Tony? What do I cook? Um, toad in the hall. Nice. Yes. So that's basically sausages in batter. Yeah. I think toad in the hall was one of those really quirky uh, dishes. As a child, growing up, I was like, I really want to know what that is, and literally, it's just sausages in batter. A bit like spotted dick, isn't it? That's just a so it's spongy pudding with raisins. Yeah, but it's good. Spotted dick. All traditional stuff, isn't it? Really? Yeah. You can tell my mum's getting more used to this podcasting now. I'm settling in. She's She's got her legs crossed. She's twirling her hair. <laughs> you know, you need a martini in your other hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very nervous. I could definitely I have a martini. I like to have a twiddle. You do? I, I pick, don't you ever do that, Phoebes? I picked that up from my mum once. I used to start twiddling my hair in school and end up with this huge sort of like half dreadlock. By the time I finished school on the way home, from, like, how the hell did you get that? So I'm just twiddling my hair. I end up knotting it. Should put a bead in it or something. I can't be the only twiddler. Surely there's another woman out there somewhere that likes to have a twiddle. Yeah, but it's like you're a lion and you're just playing with your mane. I like the feel you're of it. You're tending to it. It's, yeah, it's nice. That's not your natural colour though, is it? Like, tell just everybody. Like, yeah, but no one can see. I could say that you're a ginger right now. Um, You might well be. There's Uh, nothing wrong with a bit of ginge. There is not. I do like redhead. Um, In general, I might dye my hair red. I used to have dye my hair blonde. I once dyed it blue, didn't I? Do you remember that? (laughs) (laughs) I was too busy exercising, to be honest. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I dyed it and I had it blonde for a while. That was on the the channel. I blonde. I don't know, Mum. You were blonde when you were born. Everybody thought you were a girl. You had blonde blonde curls. Did I? Yeah. Looks a bit like Chloe, did I? Yeah. Ringlets and big blue eyes and people who say, oh, isn't she lovely? <laughs> I still get that now. It's just as a boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I went through the stage. What is your natural hair colour? It's um, a deep brown, but now it might... Deep brown. Mm. So mud. Yeah, mud <laughs> colour. <laughs> mud for men. Okay. So I always want... Are you ever going to go natural, mum? I'd no. like to see that in a video. I've been natural once. What, when you're two? 
No, when I... Because your dad... What did you get for your third birthday? Oh, I dyed my hair. No, your dad said back. to me, oh, I want to see what you look like. And I hated it. And it didn't... It made me feel quite flat. Right, right. So, so you've, yeah, you've, I've uh, been blonde since I was 18. So I'm not going to change now. Oh, I'd like to quite see... Oh, maybe you should just do the Britney Spears thing. Just shave all your hair off once and just see what... You know, just grow it That back. would be quite a hard thing for me to do. Because I've got a lot of it. Yeah, you could donate it. You could make a few wigs out of that. Well, I you could make a pug coat it. out of that. Pug coat. They'd love it. <laughs> They've got enough of their own. They shed everywhere. They do, but why don't you dye your hair white? No. Like, like, that will happen naturally. Well, it won't if you dye it. No, but in time. It might you... be already white. You never know. No, not yet. So what was your, when we did this food fear, if we look back at that, if we did the durian fruit, which is a food from, I think it's Thailand, is it? It looks like a big mm. spi- a spiky melon. But was, people were saying that it was off. Oh, I think it was. It was well, why all, would you make us eat that? Well, because I wasn't a durian specialist. I just went to the Chinese supermarket that I entrusted with my, my finances and I made the purchase. I travelled mm. it home. Do you know that thing rolled onto my leg in the car, even in the plastic bag, mm. and just out of natural reaction, um, it hit my leg. And I was like, ah! So I put my hand to push it away and stubbed my whole hand on this spiky like ball thing on the motorway. Like, ah! So God knows what someone saw in the car opposite. Which reminds me, actually, of mm. a story. Do you remember Andrew Southcombe? I do. Saw him the other night at my birthday meal. It was my birthday yesterday, the night before I went a meal with some friends. Last night, I, you joined me for dinner, didn't you, Mum? I did. And you yeah, paid, good. paid for my, my dinner. I did. I had a massive ham hock. Yeah. Didn't pay for my kids, though, but that's all right. That's fine. We'll talk about that off, uh, <laughs> off air. That's, that's fine. The ham hock was amazing. It came out like a man's limb. Was like, it was like eating calf muscle and everything. Mm. But it was like 40% fat and like loads of you know, skin. And then there was the bone. So but it, was a, it was a good session of ham. Um, Southcombe, right? How can mm. you describe my friend South? Hmm. Oh, there is a word, but I'm not going to use it. Oh, God. <laughs> Why not? He's a nice guy. He is a sweet guy. He's, He's a sweet guy. Unlucky in love. Yeah. He's a very lovely bloke. Mm. Um, works very, very hard for his, his family. And uh, yeah, he's just a really, really nice guy. Loves his football. I've got a funny story about him. You might not know this, actually. I'll go on to this one. And I'll come back to another one with him. But um, years ago, I used to go around his house because um, my mum lives now. I used to live there growing up. And I'm, but look, I can throw a stone at my mum's house for me. I mean, I do that regularly, right? But um, Oh, it's you, is it? Yeah. Oh, that, who's that? Throwing stones again. Um, yeah. Uh, so basically, I was around his house. We are playing this football manager PC game, blah, blah, blah. And on his windowsill, he had a, um, what do you call him? Uh, catches bugs plant. Uh Venus flytrap. Yeah. We're both doing this thing with our hands. We're like clasping our fingers and thumbs together. Look like we're, if we had maracas in our hands now, we'd be basically like a Spanish tapas band. Like, hello, 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 hello. I don't know if tapas is the word, but keeping it on the food thing. So like, I'm playing this game with South. He's got net curtains. And then he's got, yeah, so he's got the curtains with the nets in the window and then just standard curtains hanging. And then we're just sort of there playing this game. And then we're swapping it over. So he does his team, he manages players, whatever, plays the football match. It's a manager game, so it's not with the controllers. It's very, like, quite boring, actually, looking back. But anyhow, I swap places with him. And then he, so he sat on his bed and I went to the desk of his PC. And as he jumped down onto his bed, he must have done it. It was so forced that he caught the net curtain that was draping down. And he pushed uh, not only the Venus flytrap on the sill he had two other plants and one of which was basically like you know you get this mini cactus thing yeah, yeah. Had, and it was like the really 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 fine pins and it, <laughs> it shot off the shelf at super speed and you know when something just drops 
Your yeah. instant reaction is to stick your hand out and catch it. <laughs> he just did, did that. And he made yeah, the sound he... of... <laughs> it was like a baboon <laughs> crying for a banana or something. Like a bit like... <laughs> it put me off my management formation selection, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, poor child. I was like, what the heck was that? It sounded like a hyena or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just one fat pin needle it was like these, it's just, oh, it was like no. one of those really tiny ones where they look almost hairy but they're not hairs they are just the most yeah. finest pins yeah. ever and i remember his mum that used to always bless her i see her now walking the dogs which is the only time i've ever seen her a bit like yourself wearing clothes uh, she used to always wear a dressing gown and she'd come bounding up the stairs in a, in a dressing gown standard and she was like andrew what's wrong and uh, <laughs> he was like <laughs> i think i should go home now <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it, I looked at his hand and it looked like he had like, I don't know, like he was growing plants from it or so. It was like oh, all this needle no. sticking out. Poor guy. And she's like, we can either go to the hospital or I can pick them out one by one. And he's like, I don't want to go to the hospital. I'm like, oh, wrong answer. <laughs> so I left her after he, she just did the first one. She like pink plucked one out. It was like, every single one no joke there must have been about 300 of these things in his hand but he survived he did and he's a very lovely young man a little bit naive old south sometimes though he's that in. reminds me of the story um let's let you tell this story in your own words so at the house that you still live now and yes. i was gonna say the address then full postcode no, please if don't you like to send my mum packages um in the corner, there's a little patch of grass, isn't there, on the route towards my house now, down that little bit. Yes. And there was a time years ago where it was overgrown. Right. Okay. Do you remember I was playing with my friends? Mm. And I came running in. You did. And what was happening? <laughs> you can't remember, can you? It was. The- was it the Blamon story no. with, my, with my husband? Oh, I remember that one now. No, that I don't a- remember the Blamonge, but I remember the bees. This is it. This is the bee story. Yeah, you got tapped attacked didn't you by bees well i don't know how it happened i had long hair which actually at the moment i need a haircut i'm sort of getting back to that level of hair it was quite long Mm. i remember playing around with my friends in the grass who were like jumping around big deep grass back in the 80s health and safety out the window you know exactly phoebe we have to carry like band-aids band-aids i'm not american like plasters and tcp wherever we go like back in the 80s you just did it didn't you if you hurt yourself you get up and you wipe yourself down uh but we fell in the i fell in grass right and there must have been a nest or something in the actual grass because I came running in and I must have sounded like some sort of vibrating plate going like that. Because I remember you going like, what the heck is that? And yes. what did we do? Finish the story, mum. Carry on. <laughs> I can't remember. What? You can't remember? All I remember is you've been attacked by bees. That I think you've awful. been on some sort of really crazy trip to Amsterdam or something, mum. And just no. eating something you shouldn't and your memory is just gone. It's, it's called old age. Oh, okay. Go on, refresh my memory. What did I do? Well, I came running up in the house. I was yeah. like, it hurts. And I wasn't sure what it was. All I remember was falling in the grass with my friends. <laughs> and then just this, like, all of a sudden, my head was permanently vibrating. Mm. Like that. And it was like, it was bees. Mm. Like, so I'd fallen into bad, the grass. Bad. And then you were like, oh, we need to help you. We need to help you. We should do this. We can get this. And I was like, come upstairs, Barry. And then I remember you parted one piece of my hair. I was like, you were like, ah! Mum, what's the matter? She said, bees! <laughs> it wasn't just one. There was like about five of them. I've managed to get like four or five bees in my hair that they couldn't get to my scalp to sting it because my hair was so long. But it was like, like that. And one of them flew out the window. You opened it up. And then they, I think you kept part of my hair until they'd all flown out. Well, see how good I was. I, for that reason, I, that's why I'm not scared of bees or wasps or anything like that. I'm not surprised. I catch them with my bare hands. 
Yeah. What about the time when you went into your sister's bedroom? Oh, do you want to talk about that? What do you? It's, get, it's a bit graphic. Yeah, go on now. This what? is the mummy tales. This I is remember the... that you used to walk about barefoot. As you do? I love walking barefoot. Great. It's very <laughs> you, like, you like walking bare naked, really, to be honest. Mom, as well. let's, let's put that out there. You used to do the old trampoline moment, didn't you? you used to... My mum does like her exercise and there, are, there have been some moments where I've come home from school and you've been uh, frolicking on a trampoline. Frolicking? Yes. It was the in thing. Okay. Rebounding. <laughs> okay, so time. what? That's like body tone? What was that what they're called? They're like, you know, this little fitness Trumpets. exercise. Is that what it's called? A trampet? Oh, mm. I thought it was like a crumpet, like a food. Um, so on those, bouncing away. And I was like, okay, that's cool. There's like, nothing wrong with having a good old bounce. Well, you used to bounce on them a lot. Because I remember you used to you <laughs> replace the springs like heck for it. Mummy's got a new trampoline. Okay, that's great. <laughs> oh, she's gone for purple this time. You'd be bouncing away so you wear away the font on it. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> spring's gone. Dad, dad, spring's gone. Need to get me a new one. And then sometimes I'd come home like from tennis or something and walk in. And you'd be like, oh, mum, you're doing that naked. Okay, that's fine. Like, oh, that, get on. You don't, oh, my gosh. I was scarred for life. I've never done it naked. That is that 100% genuine. And you know it. You Rubbish. know it. Why I'm surprised would I? you have bought your trampoline with you today. <laughs> God, no. I moved out of home, what was it? 10 years ago, whatever? I don't know what. Oh, and I've got More it in the car. That. Is that right? I mean, no one, you said no one can see no, us. No, the it's trampoline all... is gone. Okay. Oh, you've moved on. I'm I've worried because you've got that now. massive trampoline in the garden that kids go on. <laughs> it's not that one, is it? Oh, neighbours are getting out of a view there. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'll let you uh, carry on. No, I'm telling the story about how you went into your sister's bedroom and she didn't really like you going into a bedroom. And how it got there, we really don't know because shaggy carpets were in, weren't they? We had a bit of a yes. shaggy pile going on. It was the 80s yes. or 90s. If you know what I mean, you people. Shaggy? Scooby-Doo <laughs> style, yeah. And um, all we heard was this massive scream. Mm. And Barry stepped on a needle. I didn't step on it. I remember the story. Go on then. I tiptoed and it slid in at an angle, a very fine angle. You tiptoed? Yeah, because I wanted to tiptoe and scare Charlene, who was playing with her guitar. Do you remember I smashed her on the head with that guitar once as well? Yes, yeah, <laughs> like she... Rock and roll style. Yeah. <laughs> Does it work? I don't know. Donk! <laughs> That's not very kind, is it? So... Hey, uh, Honky Tonk Man, the wrestler back then, was very, very big in the in the WWF, what it was called back then. I, used to, I took inspiration from him, so blame it on the Honky Tonk Man. Mm, um, happy memories. Yeah, so I tiptoed in the room. And then it got stuck in your foot completely yeah the, the, it was a big old sewing needle wasn't it it went right it in was my enormous foot. Mm. it went in my foot i remember going oh that feels a bit weird and i wiggled my toe and by wiggling it it snapped it in half in my actual foot yeah yeah and then and then you had to go to hospital have an operation to get it out i did and i remember the the doctor at the time i don't know what his name was but he was saying hey uh on the x-ray well, I want you to do, okay, we're going to take a picture of your foot and I'm just putting another needle next to your foot to show them where the needle roughly is, okay? So tell them that that's not the needle as well, okay? Yeah, yeah, will do. <laughs> like, I never did. So when they sort of said, oh, Barry, uh, so the needle's in the foot and this, this bit fell out, did it? Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> so I don't know if that, anything ever came of that, but <laughs> I didn't listen to the doctor, naughty boy. But, um, oh, so you I remember that hurting a lot. Were one. That mm. needle's in a jar somewhere. We have got it at home for posterity. On the mantelpiece. 
<laughs> oh, look what lovely family pictures. Oh, what's that? Oh, that needle used to be in my son's foot. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone off a bit of a foodie topic. But this is what happens. This is the whole point of this podcast. Mm. I try and keep it foodie within a re- relation, but... For me, a podcast should be conversational and we can go off into anything, which includes the story I'm about to say about South, going back to him. Yeah. We very recently went to London. Okay. Had a great time. We sat in this pub. Most amazing food in Soho, which is quite an expensive area of London. Very uh, designery and cool, mm. really cool vibe. I had this like slow cooked pulled pork, which was phenomenal. You know, you got, do you like pulled pork, mum? Yeah, I do actually. Like that with coleslaw and in like a brioche bun, like real soft and uh, barbecue sauce lashed on it. And these like... Uh, Goose fat, thrice cooked chips. You know, thrice, as yes, in like they boiled it. Three. And they fried it once to get that coating on it, then chill it, and they fried it one more time. It was the most thing, delicious thing I'd ever eaten until afterwards they gave me a chocolate brownie with coconut in, like a coconut cream inside the brownie. It was like a tropical chocolate brownie. Phenomenal. Uh, anyhow, so me, South, and two of my other friends, we went away to the week for the weekend in London. And, uh, South's it doesn't really look after himself that much does he he's like oh you know he had his hair was everywhere he looked like a scarecrow and we're like come on mate let's you know we're in london let's get your real nice haircut and he's like yeah sure i want he's he's losing his hair quite a bit so he we said like why don't we just shave your hair off and then we'll take you to one of those like barbers that give you a nice cut freight razor real precision beard and trim it up and he's like yeah okay let's do it so we're in soho we're wandering around for like about two hours trying to find a place to get a haircut and we find one place and he looks on there and he goes crikey i'm not doing that it's 40 quid for a haircut and I was like, oh, man, it looks really cool. You know, it's the whole barber thing. They've got the red and white spirally thing. And you know, there's a man in there with a hot towel pampering him, blah, blah, blah. No, I only pay £5 for my haircut back home. It's <laughs> like, so, oh, that's fine. <laughs> We're like, okay, that's cool. But like, you know, he said, we'll keep looking. And um, there's this one part, I think it's Carnaby Street in London, where there's this place called Chocky Wocky Doodah. There's a TV show on in the UK here that um, they make these amazing cakes and a lot of them are just out of chocolate on the outside and they're just like huge and they look like masterpieces. You know, kind of like wax candle effect and stuff like that. Right? Incredible. Next door to that, because we happened to wander past it, was this other barber's and he's like, let's go in here. And I was like, oh God, okay, <laughs> if we want to. Uh, I gave sort of my other friends, Mark and Al, the look sort of say, uh, I thought his budget wasn't that high. But anyhow, he went in there he actually walked in this time rather than look at the price list outside because it didn't have a price list outside. So he went in and this woman's like, yeah, yeah, I can fit you in in about an hour. And he comes out, he's like, yeah, get my hair cut in a minute. I was like, brilliant. So we sort of wandered around, came back, did it. And the lady's like, right, so what do you want done then? And we we're like, oh, he said, I'll speak to these guys. Like, oh, we wanted to wet, shave his head. We wanted to like give him this real nice beard, trim it up real nice. We're like, okay, cool. So he goes downstairs, and we're allowed downstairs, but we go to a completely separate part, so we can't see what he's done. And he's gone for about 45 minutes, and then he comes out, and it's like, he looks exactly the same. <laughs> he's just had, like, a little trim, little short back and sides. And, uh, like, South, you're right. He's like, yeah, yeah, she uh, said to me about, you know, maybe not going too risky on this occasion, you know, just to maybe just to tidy it up a little bit. So basically what he could have got done for five quid back home. And they're like, okay, that's cool. And, you know, the beard, she did trim it. She didn't do, because there was a bloke upstairs with a hot towel. She's like, when we first got in, mm. like, oh, yeah, mm. we can do the whole cutthroat razor on it. Um, but she said to him, oh, well, I'm not really trained to do that. I can't really do it. But Was she the cleaner? I don't, I think she'd only just started or something like that. And so, so I think she talked him into it. She was, so I think she was like, well, I think you should go for this sort of cut because it mm. looks really, really nice. And uh, so she trimmed it all up um, like with a, with a, you know, like a generic rate, uh, electric shaver that you could get, like a number one or two all over. Uh, so and he gets quite a weird patchy, blotchy beard where he's just got these little islands of hair. So, you know, it looks neat. 
Um, and then he, he goes upstairs to go to pay it. And me and the guys are just going to stand outside. And uh, <laughs> he goes to hand over his like tenor and expects him to get changed. And she's like, oh, no, you're going to need more than that, apparently, because we we're outside. We couldn't hear. And then he comes outside and we're like, you're right, mate. I start to walk off. And he's like, no, no, wait here. We're like, what? He's like, I need to go to a cash point. <laughs> like, okay. Like, why? I'll tell you in a minute. And he looked really like gutted. <laughs> and then he came back and she charged him 90 pounds. 90? <laughs> yeah. 90 pounds for a haircut and all she'd done was shaved his head uh with electric razor and his beard oh no and they apparently she'd spent a lot of time talking to him i think a lot of it was talking him around it because like we wanted to be in the room with him and go like no no no, just wet shave it and like you know Mm. like embrace Mm. the fact that he's you know he's getting to that age where he just maybe needs to have a new change of style and he basically said oh this is what i have back home but i've decided but i can always say i've had a london haircut <laughs> it's like 90 pounds so, wow uh, yeah you could have done it for him i did do it for him once but he claims that i didn't do it very well mm. so but i said i wouldn't have charged 90 quid for it saying that maybe no. 45 go half price on it well yeah. that's it that would have been a deal have but... you ever been to chocky wocky doodah never it's amazing it's didn't like, know it existed. Yeah, I got um, Mrs. Barry a massive lollipop from there. Basically, I don't know how they made it. They must have just got a load of marshmallows, like stuck them together somehow and dunked them in white chocolate and they, till, till it formed this huge sort of globy, massy lollipop thing with like seeds, all uh, like hundreds and thousands and white chocolate drizzled all over it, all that stuff. So quite creative. Oh, it's incredible. They got a TV show and a cafe on it and I had some sort of YouTube event there, which was amazing. They had the best cakes I've ever tasted and they've got this like, yeah, sort of, it was, that was hosted in some magical secret garden upstairs. Mm. So. I like making cakes. Uh, What's your favourite food, what I used to make? Because I used to make a cake most days. All I remember you is making a, a, a generic vanilla sponge and just slapping a load of jam on top. Mm. But then by the time I got a piece, you're like, I'll make you a piece, Barry. And then you cut a little sliver off. And I think you must have gone, oh, crikey, that doesn't look very straight. So you'd cut another sliver <laughs> off and Get another off. sliver. And I'd be like half the size. Like, Thank you, mum. What a load <laughs> of rubbish. I, I used to make lemon meringue pie. Yeah, you, I remember them. They were very nice. And yeah. apple crumbles. Yeah. And what yeah, was that? That sponge was good. You used to make a lot of those jam sponges. Pineapple upside down pudding. Yeah. Your granddad likes those. Does he? Granddad Jeff. Nan used to make a killer rice pudding, didn't she? Oh, yeah. And she would yeah. uh, bake it with just I'm like, well, what are you doing? And I was like, it's just shoving blocks of butter in it and then bake it to get a real nice skin on the top. Oh, so, so good. That used to be like a Sunday afternoon classic. We'd have a roast dinner, rice mm. pudding, and then there'd be, uh, was it Blind Date? Oh, no, that's a Saturday. It'd be Gladiator's Blind Date on the telly. Mm. Oh, retro. You do like your cakes, don't you? Yeah, I love making cakes and then crumbles and things. I prefer to make sweet things mm. rather than savoury, to be honest. What's Have you ever had any cake accidents or mishaps? No, mm. I haven't actually. I can't remember. Nothing. The only thing is if I make a cherry cake and sometimes they sink, but you coat them in um, flour first to dry them off because if they're too moist, they yeah, sink, sink to, to the, the bottom. bottom. That's right, yeah. Yeah. I remember, yeah, you used to make a cherry cake a lot, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Good cherry cake. Yeah. But it was, you, you were like that with my school lunch as well. I always wanted a school dinner when I go out. I'm looking over at Phoebe now thinking, because sometimes she has the old school dinner, and I always wanted one. The only time I'd have a school dinner would be when I would go at Christmas time. Mm. Do you remember that? Christmas time. I'd go in, and I'd be like, yeah, I'll get to be with the cool kids now. We'd have stuffing and turkey, and we'd have party hats. And I'd go there with my sandwiches, because every day I'd walk to school with my sandwiches, and by the time I got there, they were squished. 
It looked like a panini. Aww. All like, heated and warmed in my bag. And I was sat on it or chucked it down to be a goalpost for football in the, in the playground. And uh, yeah, I remember the old sandwiches that you would make me. You'd cut them into a, be a big piece of bread, cut it into a diamond. And again, you'd take a little slither off. And a little slither <laughs> off. And it would not be a triangle. <laughs> that like, is not true. It would be like 80% crust. You're just talking like, I'm sure Luda, there's ham in. Luda rubbish. I'm like, okay. I'm just, I'm just making this up. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not remember making me school dinners? I mean, giving you like... Bit, making you a school dinner? Don't remember making my sandwiches for lunch. Yeah, you used to have sandwiches. Cut them into triangles. Like, and then what you do, because you know, as I got older... Triangles are better than squares. Well, they are if they look like triangles. Because as I got older, but I listen, cottoned on to this. I would walk in and go, oh, well, maybe it's me. For the first few years at school, I was like, maybe it's me walking to school. And it's making the triangle shape or misform or something. And I, I cottoned on to it. As I got older, Phoebe, as I got to about 13, 14, I was looking going... Yeah, I'd sneak in. And whenever it was sandwich making time, I'd shoot in the kitchen and I'd sneak right around the corner and I'd see mummy and a little sliver and then like a little <laughs> turn about to me looking out the window going, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Just making lunches. I know, mum. Call that a triangle. That's, That's an obtuse true. triangle. That's not it's true. Obtuse. You used to have French bread ones. I did. They were lush, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, we went, we went uh, retro. We went really cosmopolitan for last year. Went all out. And what about Arctic Roll? That's what quite about nice. it? You used to like that, didn't you? I loved it. Do you know mm. what? There's an Arctic Roll in my new cookbook. Yeah. This is very special. And I've actually found a way to make an Arctic Roll. It's so simple. I've got a really cool, quirky twist on an Arctic Roll in the um, in the new book, and it's it's awesome. Mm. I, t- I I tested that recipe twice. I didn't need to. I knew it first time. I was like, "Yep, that's the one." But I was like, "Just in case." And it's actually a hack as well as a way of making it. It's so simple. Oh, that sounds really good. It does. I must certainly pre-order this book, which is available on Amazon now. Actually, you made me pre-order your book for you, didn't you? Thanks, yeah, Mum. Yes, of course. Well, I'll pre-order it, but I'm not paying for it. I'm your mother. You should pay for mine. Okay. Well, of course. I deserve a treat. Yeah, you do. You do. Uh, I didn't. Sadly, the cherry cake didn't make the cut in the book. I would like to have chucked that in there. Um, but no, Arctic Roll is phenomenal. Kind of mm. like an ice creamy Swiss roll, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We used to have a lot of Swiss rolls, didn't we, growing up? We got those you know, Sainsbury's ones. You get the jam ones and you get the little chocolate, chocolate ones. Chocolate ones. Oh, mm. I used to love them. Mm. What's What's the best thing you have ever tasted? You, your taste buds are quite unique. Because you went, you had Hermesitas in your tea for a while, didn't you? Like a sugar replacement. Oh, I've gone off those. Yeah, yeah, but years ago, things were different, weren't they? In... Yeah, like, um, oh, have margarine rather than butter, isn't it? And now mm. everyone's like, oh, no, you can't get that. It's, it's like worse for you or it just wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do I like? Well, okay, what's the worst meal you've ever had out? Do you ever out? Have, yeah, have you ever had a bad experience eating? It's To me, it's about service. <laughs> And <laughs> yeah. I like My mum is upper class. I'm not at all. To me, it's about service. No, but I like if someone comes in to a pub or a restaurant and says, well, can you just do that plain? Because I'm quite a plain person. Oh, yeah. You've really come over as plain on this podcast, mum. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, I am. I, li- I don't like a lot of peppers and spices and wrong things. With peppers? Yeah, but they, this is me we're talking about. Okay, I've got my own little taste. <laughs> Phoebe's doing a face palm. Oh, well, Phoebe, sometimes. Uh, you mean like a, as in like pepper, like this, like when you're seasoning, like there's, there's. No, not pepper. Red peppers, green peppers. Yeah, like pepper, they're fine. They're mild. 
Yeah, but I don't like anything too spicy. And I went to a restaurant the other day, or even a pub, we'll call it. And I said, I just want a plain salad. Oh, no, we can't do you plain what, salad. as in just grass on a plate? Yeah, just a little bit of grassy lettuce, <clears throat> fresh tomatoes. Yeah. You know, crunchy cucumber with some nice prawns. No, no, we can't do that. It's all pre-done. It's all pre-spiced and Yeah, sourced. but they do that now. That's the thing with a lot of these chains and pubs. Like, you go and go, oh, hi, I'll take the um, slow-cooked, authentic, eight-hour pulled pork, please. Mm. Oh, certainly, that'll be with you in two minutes. Bing! In the microwave, on the yeah. plate. Donk, done. Yeah. They buy in bulk, don't they? Mm. So they couldn't even, like... Well, no. I guess if it's come to them in a tub, they've, got, they've outsourced it, and all they do is dump it on the plate. Yeah, well, I just couldn't get a plain salad. But I did go to a pub the other day, and they had just what I wanted, a plain salad with some nice mushrooms and grilled cheese. Mm. And it was lovely. So Cheese on just, your salad? Like grilled it cheese? It was grilled cheese over the um, large mushroom. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you remember that wedding we went to years ago? Where, Which one? Um, the one where dad's relatives, one of his cousins or something. Right. And that big, big hotel. And we stayed over down in Devon. Yes, yeah. There's the two boys, isn't there? Mm, they were like, Chris. Sir, Chris. I think it was Chris's wedding, was it, Chris? And yes. like, um, it was like cooked breakfast. And I'd never really been exposed to like one to that level before. And we were in this real big posh hotel. It was like, oh, you can go get your bacon and that. And I just literally had a huge, huge bowl of mushrooms. Mm, mushrooms Do you remember good. this, man? <laughs> Are you my mum? <laughs> no, I'm an I imposter. I I was there. I, I, <laughs> no, I, 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 I was that. on my trampoline at the time, but I do remember... <laughs> Boing, boing, boing. <laughs> it doesn't really stick in my mind what you ate, you know, all those years but it was and years like, ago. It, was it wasn't just a... like a bowl of mushrooms. It was like a dog, like dog paradise bowl filled thing, like literally a mixing bowl filled with mushrooms. I took a huge amount and I finished them all. They were like, it was like I just discovered the, like new chocolate or something. It was incredible. I love mushrooms too. Do you? Mm, Your you... salad last night at the meal was quite nice, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was good. Did you eat all of that? I did. That's a big old portion that was. Mm. Your lettuces and your prawns on that as well, wasn't it? Prawns and um, I think it was trout. A little bit of trout. Ooh, trout. I don't like mm. that word, trout. It's not a very appealing word. I don't mm. know. I'm going to have a nice plate of trout. <laughs> I like the word strudel. That's another foodie word that I feel is quite... I like that. Yeah, it's quite... Strudel. Um, it just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? it? What words do you like? Strudel. Pastrami. Oh, I like pastrami. Phoebe likes pastrami. There's some in the fridge that made me think of it. Mm. She's not really too uh, keen on the old spicy foods, but she had a roll of that. She's like nanny Straight then. down. Yeah. Whereas Chloe, she'll just wolf down any... Like last week, she was talking about having blood on her pizza and stuff like that. It was very nice. Oh. Um, but she went for pepperoni instead. She Give her that girl some pepperoni. She'll wolf it down. That is um, her favourite, isn't it? Pepperoni pizza. Yeah. So what's the worst no. thing you've ever made then? What the worst thing I've ever made? Mm. Or the best thing you've ever tasted? Like, do you remember, is there ever anything you've eaten that's just blown you away and you've been like, oh my God, that was amazing. I used to like, when I was growing up, um, you could get these because you stopped growing up now, haven't you, Mum? Yeah, We've established well, that. I'd like to grow a bit more, but it's not going to happen. I, um, almost like an eclair, but a round version of it, and they were huge, great big puff. Things. Oh, like a shoe bun. Oh yeah, I love them too. Very nice. Um, a well-known pastry shop here in the UK and in the High Street uh, sells them. They're, they're coffee flavored ones. Oh. Um, mm. No, I'm not so keen on coffee. Oh, but they, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a circular shoe pastry, isn't it? Mm. It's risen up and they cream in the middle. 
Yes, yeah. you could have cream. And then they just do like a coffee icing on top. But I guess chocolate on top would be just as good. But oh, they are good. Yeah, right I do remember there. that. I do remember that. Those cherry cakes do stroke out for me though. I, if I think of you, I think of you there with your cherry cake, taking out a little sliver off. Of course. Taste test in. Yeah, I'll make you one. The snails were good though as well. Did oh, they surprise no. you? I looked at that video the other day thinking, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe we actually ate those. No, I know. Who, who really wants to do it? Um, yeah, but I think we haven't cooked them properly because since then I've I've met I've friends. Lost, since then I've had memory loss. Well, yeah, <laughs> I've got a bit of memory loss. But um, I've got friends, American friends, that um, they enjoy snails. But when you see them presented with them, they're in a lovely creamy sauce and it looks really good. Yeah, but that wasn't the point of the food fear video. The point of the food fear video was to just take it on one-on-one like normally you have a nice sort of butter a garlic butter with it which i think would be mm. really really nice mm. but i don't know I, I was the other one we did was stinging nettles oh yeah we actually went out and um oh hello amy our little dog i don't know if you could hear some paws walking on the laminate floor and then she's just coming to join us oh. a little sniff so if you suddenly if she hits the amp and a sudden one of us is like Rah! really old loud um we had some stinging nettles we went out and picked some in the garden or down the down a lane behind we did. Coming as well now. Uh, and we boiled them up, didn't we? We did, yes. And did we just eat them? We drank them. We drank them. That was it. Oh, Boston. Oi, Boston. Ooh. He just knocked the mic stand. Hello. Oh, oh, he loves the... me, this one. Yeah. He's... Do you know what? He, um, I dropped a slice of cake on the floor the other day. It wasn't chocolate, was it? It wasn't the chocolate one. No, it was a walnut cake. Oh, I like but the only cake. the only walnuts were in the... Oi, you stay away, dogs. They're like, there's so many like little leads on the floor. Sit. Good boy. Um, he ate, uh, literally, I've never seen someone like eat a cake so fast. Like, it was a massive slab of it, but there was no nuts in it. It was literally just cake. So hopefully, well, he's all right now. I think he wants some more cake the way he's looking at me. Uh, he just literally swallowed it whole. It was, he just hoovered it up. So dogs are good hoovers like that. They are, absolutely. Your Yorkshire Terrier, um, Emmy, how's her diet? What's she like eating? Your husband, Tony, gives him like roast dinner, just shoves it off. No, he doesn't. I've seen him giving him some KFC once. I was like, well, jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Get she, a bit of that she, drumstick. She oh, likes her tidbits. Um, what? She does oh, like... Don't we all, Wella? Mm, yeah. <laughs> but when she was a puppy, I do remember I was quite horrified because he wanted to take her off in the van. And um, he said, don't worry, I fed her. And then I saw the kebab. What? I know. I said... You're joking. Um, my vision of this Yorkshire Terrier sat with a kebab in its mouth. Someone's <laughs> had a really late night out been in a nightclub eating the oh, garlic mo. Li- yeah, she likes that. She's a big yeah, fan of it. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, she's done pretty well on it. She's uh, 15 now, so she Oh, well, she does that regularly. You make it, make it sound like she has them every week now. Yeah, after the nightclub. With the dogs, though, when it comes to their food, I find it similar to the kids. Like, if we give them stuff with lots of colourings in, mm. they go a little bit bonkers. Oh, well, are you surprised? Well, I, I think I've realised it a lot more when you give it to an animal. And I think, obviously, their tummies are a lot more sensitive and, like, it hits them a lot harder because of the size. Mm. I, um, you know, you get these dog biscuits that are different colours, like red, green. Oh, it's visually appealing for the dog, so let mm. them have it. Oh, he's a really big fan of the yellow ones. Um, and especially a lot of those dog chewy toys that you get that are like that. Like we gave them to Boston loads when he was younger, but like he would have them and we're like, oh, he's just excited. And then three hours later, 
oh, he's still excited. He's <laughs> just like, <laughs> hundred mile an hour. Mm. Like, it's like with the kids. So we give him this dog food now, which is just brown. It's like all like natural and all stuff like that. And he's quite placid now. Do you know what? There's one memory I can think of when we had your grandparents, uh, 40, and um, they were all sat around the table and there mm. must have been some Smarties on a cake or something. Smarties on a cake. Yeah. And then I'd gone to the kitchen and your granddad said, Barry's not very well. He doesn't look very well. And you'd taken a red Smartie mm. and dotted it all over your face. <laughs> and I thought you were coming up in some sort of lurgy. Oh, lush. Yeah. I should have gone for the yellow one or something. It really freaked people out. Yeah. Um, if people don't know what Smarties are, they're like chocolate covered shell sweets or candy. Crunchy, uh, with like a colouring on the outside mm. that if you've got a wet finger, do that. If you want to scare anyone, just get a little wet, wet finger on there and it will dab off to the colouring will go onto your fingers. You can swab your face and look like you've got some horrible disease um, and then be banished to your room. <laughs> um, do you remember, as I sit here actually, my mum has a Spanish student at the moment, don't you? Yes, I've got lovely Miriam. Miriam, and you did ask her to be on this podcast, but I wasn't sure on how good her English was. She talks really well. I didn't want to embarrass her though. Like, how was your um, English experience? It was really good, but I was forced to do a podcast and talk yeah. about paella. So I didn't really want to put that on her. So, but maybe like, if she, is she still here next week? She is, yes. Yeah, maybe, I don't know, we'll have a think. But I've got another friend lined up for, for next week's one. But um, growing up, my mum always had French students, Spanish students, because we had a spare room in the house, didn't we? We did, uh, yes. We had some cheeky ones. We had some ones that were very quiet. Bonjour, my name Pascal. And then that's it. You just, they'd go in the room. You'd not see him again. Where's Pascal gone? Oh, he's gone home now. Au revoir. My name Pascal. Goodbye. And you know, oh, did you enjoy yourself? But there was a few standout ones, wasn't there? The Well, there's several that stand out. You were very, very naughty and cheeky with that one with your sister. Do you remember? Well, I, I don't remember my sister being involved. We went out for a meal at a pub. Everybody was quite happy. Mm. Not sure of the age, but she wasn't that old, was she? What was she, about 30? I don't know what story you're telling here, so... Right. Well, there was a young, very delightful French man. Well, not a lady. I thought you said a lady. No. Right. Christina was... <laughs> my sister, my younger sister used to be a Frenchman. No. I'm confused. Anyway, while she was out of earshot you mm. decided to tell this lovely french fella that your sister who was only about 13 14 was in love with him <laughs> she adores you she she really i remember that now yeah so that wasn't the story i was going to bring up but... he said oh really she loved me i have no idea about this yeah yeah so she came back to the table and he was looking at her and trying to talk to her and she was really giving you the eye of what on <laughs> earth is going on. She but, thinks you're very beautiful, very handsome man. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I remember yes. this now. Well, we all I just have so much fun with these French students. It's like, Barry, we're having French students. We need the money. Uh, you could entertain them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm right. going to entertain them. But I haven't finished because on the last day... He ran to her and embraced her and gave her an enormous kiss and declared his undying love for her. And she was like, 
Quick, I need a wet wipe. Wait for me, my princess. Yes. (laughs) Naughty, naughty Barry. Uh, What about Thierry? Do you remember Thierry? Yes. I actually swear to God that he turned ended up being Thierry Henry, the famous French footballer. He was amazing at football. I used to go to the park and play football, and then I'd turn up with a student each week. Sometimes there'd be like a girl that couldn't kick the ball for her and fall over. Well, what happened to Alice? I don't know. Uh, and then there'd be like there'd be some absolutely amazing guy. There was a, one little Spanish guy. What's his name? Horatio or something. Or or we go with a H. Oh, Hercules. Um, no, no. Hang on. <laughs> it won't be called Hercules because he's about two foot tall. Oh, he was he tiny. Was, he was lovely. He was, but like he was incredible. Javier. Javier, that's it. Yeah, H. Yeah, yeah. Uh, X. Um, but also this other Thierry was incredible at football. Like we played, we went up the park and played football with friends. And like, oh, we're short of a team. So he's like, I play, I play. And like he took the ball around everyone. And he's like such a little cheeky chap he was. And he looked, and there was a f- famous footballer, the, uh, Thierry Henry, and you know, he was from the same area. But I think he's a little bit uh, younger. So it's a shame, but he was good. But the reason I brought this up um, was I also did something else to a, a student. Don't say it. What? Not the salt thing. But it, was, it wasn't salt. Unless I'm thinking of another story, unless you have another one. Mm, so basically, saying. I just re- reminisced about my nan's amazing rice pudding. <gasps> And it was a Sunday afternoon. I used to love having... It was a little bit naughty. I used to have... A little to have, bit. I made friends for life. I was very, life. very cross. Yeah, but some of these students, I made friends for life. They were generally really nice people. And in fact, if the internet existed back then, like Facebook and all that stuff, I'm sure I would have made like some amazing long-term friendships and probably even seen them now. Um, but uh, it was a Sunday roast and all that. We had our roast dinner and then out comes Nan with this lovely <laughs> rice pudding. Seven up. Donk. Donk in the bowl. Actually, I used to like putting chocolate in my rice pudding, using the heat to mix it through, melt it. Mm. Chocolate rice pudding, folks. Uh, so <laughs> anyhow, I don't know. I think we were just unsupervised at the table, as always. You'd always be out in the back taking a little slice off, a little slither, <laughs> uh, a little cheeky potato. You having anything to eat, Mum? No, I'm uh, going down. As we nibble <laughs> on a roast potato, <laughs> the Yorkshire pudding. Um, and the uh, Yorkshire terrier looking up going, please, can I have some? Uh <laughs> I can't, can't remember the name of the student. I'm going to go with Pascal, okay? Pascal. It wasn't. That's my generic French name if I can't remember someone. Um, sat there. And then all of a sudden, Nan dollops down this rice pudding in its dish. Dunk. There you go. Off she trots. Because she used to sit and I don't know why she would eat. She would never eat with us, Nan. She would sit out the back in the kitchen in the back. It's like, where, she's like having her own restaurant. It's like, well, I'm eating the clean stuff. Right, okay. She did sit with Sometimes, you. Sometimes, Christmases and birthdays. She no, but normally she would sit there and she, she had bread and bananas. Bread and bananas and custard. Do you remember that? Mm. She used to have a really weird craving. Mm-mm. I always wondered that. Why did she dunk bread in custard or something? Really... Because years ago when they were growing up, it was to kind of fill them up more. Yeah, like rations and... Mm. Okay. Uh, that that would make sense. But uh, I was like, oh, you come chat with us if you like. So there we are. Me and my sister and Pascal sat around by the table and we like start wolfing down our rice pudding and we look up and Pascal's like looking at it like it's some sort of, I don't know, like plankton or some sort of thing that he's never seen before. And uh, it, it kind of looks like white creamy caviar to a, to, to a stranger, I guess. So, uh, what What is it? What is it? And <laughs> my sister, it's rice pudding. I was like, yes, mm, yum, yum. Nice rice. Eat, eat. Eat and obviously, like a little bit un- unsure of itself, like gets a spoon. And I, I was like, Ah, no, no, wait, wait. Um, you want it to taste nice? And I did that voice whenever I obviously couldn't speak French, I'll do that sort of half French accent, English speaking voice, just French more slow. And said, You want me to get the, the vinegar? Thinking they would understand more by just doing their tone. 
uh, yes, yes, please, please. And like really grateful, <laughs> like get, go to the cupboard, get out the vinegar and go, you put uh, this on the pudding. That is so bad. I know. <laughs> well, come on, I was like an early teenager then, I was a cheeky chap. You should have been, you you been looking after week. me. You should have been looking after me rather than trampolining on you with your naked body oh. everywhere. Your mum, your mum is uh, not. You think she is a uh, naked uh, <laughs> trampoline? Yes, yes. People are um, going to believe you. Stop being a plonker. Why would I make that up? Anyhow, I go to him, Pascal. I'm like, put uh, this on the. Uh, how how much? I'm like, oh, uh, lots. <laughs> Just Pascal like suddenly starts tipping and shaking the old vinegar bottle all over the rice pudding, and I will never forget that face. <laughs> <laughs> That is terrible. See what I had to put up with? Yeah, Pascal plunged his spoon into the rice pudding. And there was like, you know when you have balsamic vinegar mixed with oil, you have that two level thing, you have the oil and the balsamic. Mm. You know what that is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, the, the balsamic sort of sinks to the bottom. It was kind of like that, except the vinegar did not settle. It, it was sort of, it did settle, so it's on the top. So it was like a nice sort of tide, a, a, a brownie vinegary tide on top of the rice pudding and plunged his spoon right in there dug right down and he got a little bit of rice pudding and i remember seeing that spoon it was like half of it was at least vinegar just floating there and then <laughs> boom straight in there this lovely gorgeous creamy pudding <laughs> complimented with the tang the stingy tang and waft of vinegar on his uh on his palate and crikey that face will live with me forever <laughs> i was not happy with you no you weren't no. No. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's no point in apologising now. We've probably got loads of stories like that. I have actually didn't think of any of those before we started doing this podcast, but this no. is a real cool thing about conversation. You can just, oh, do you remember that time? Do you remember that time? You must have one other. What, about students? Well, students in general growing up. You grown up were a bit of a pain. Oh, thanks. Lovely pain. But you were pleasant always, pain. You were always in That'd be on my mischief. gravestone. Barry Lewis, a pleasant pain. <laughs> but even with you, I was thinking, even with your notebooks and your exercise books, if you had to, your teacher would say, I'll write this down, you would always put some parachute men down the side, <laughs> landing, putting PTO, which means please turn over. Oh, does it? Thanks, Mum. For those that don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, I so, see that picture I did about Dad. I'll tell you that in a minute. So you turn the page over mm. and then you get the parachute men landing. Nothing about what you were supposed to be writing about. It was your own little take on where your mind went at the time. Yeah. I, I worked hard at school. I did study hard. I just, I just, I don't know. You were good at sports. You were very, <laughs> Thanks, Mum. Very good at How tennis. How was he at school? Like, is English and maths? Well, he's very good at sport. <laughs> That's a really good way of, um, you know, if you want to no, summarise someone. English. I remember one teacher said, oh, sometimes it's, um, it almost drifts away somewhere. <laughs> drifts away. I wonder what he was thinking. Thinking about... I do daydream. Right, I was probably thinking about a starting book. a YouTube channel. Yeah. Writing a book. Yeah. Well, I think that's a, that's a good... Case study. I was talking to Phoebe about this very topic this morning, actually, saying how when I was younger, they were like, you need to pick your uh, double science or whether you can do uh, GMVQ in leisure and tourism. I'm like, I don't want to do either of that stuff. Mm. I just want to mm. learn at school. And it's like, I think like, in a way, you're kind of too young here that you have to like, right, now you um, um, don't know what you want to do in your life. Well, just do business studies. It's the most generic course. I remember spending two months learning how to write a check in a bank. Mm. And uh, like, 
Oh, that's why I quit college, wasn't it? Like, I went to the University of Life, baby. You did? And some of my other jobs have put me through uni anyway, the quantity surveying. <laughs> what about that job when you worked in... Oh, you were only so young and you worked in the freezer department and well, quick, um, quick you, fell in, you fell in the freezer, didn't you? <laughs> there was only your little legs yes. dangling over the top. Yes, oh, that was quick save. Yeah, there you go. Um, that was also where, I think I've told this story on, on a video or something before, where the, set, the health and safety back then was not the best. No. And it was a budget supermarket. I remember this old man, it was a Sunday morning, like wheeling in, one of the first customers in, and I was still a bit tired. We had these massive ladders on wheels. It's like, I need some flour. And it's like, oh, so we've gone on the plain flour. And we had these massive knives. If we wanted to open the boxes, normally it would be boxes, to be fair. So you'd want to mm. slice open the, the wrap around the box and, and then you could open it and get your stock out. Uh, not thinking about it, I climbed the ladder. The old man's like right by me by the ladder. Oh, there we go. Don't worry. There's a huge bag of uh, flour up there. Get the knife, straight down it. Boom, with that comes the biggest snowstorm of flour <laughs> I've ever seen. It completely Duke. coated me in this old man <laughs> <laughs> like in flour. It looked like I'd been antiqued. Um, for me, it was all right because I could just whack it out and wrap around the back. I don't know what happened to him. He was completely covered. Oh, <laughs> it was bl- so funny. When um, he wanted flour, yeah. he got it. Yeah, true. Just true. not in the way that he should have. Yeah. Mm. Um, speaking of checks, it was my birthday on Friday. My dad sent me, I think he went a bit over the top on because he's a postman. I think he wanted mm. to really show how much of a postman he was. He, he like really structured. He did a real nice font on his, on his writing. And then he sealed the envelope or envelope, whatever, with sellotape. So stick it down, which, you know, nice. Mm. But he wrote, obviously it was a bright red envelope to make sure that it was a birthday card he wrote in big letters card only mm-hmm. now if i was the biggest detective ever or most um, criminal mastermind if i saw that whoa you fooled me uh, and there's definitely not anything else in there and i said what did i say to you phoebes i was like bet you i open this i might be in chloe actually when i open this something's going to be in it eh? Ooh. that little prankster hey eh? won't see it even the biggest criminal masterminds wouldn't have fallen for that one but i opened it up and yes a check did sort of wafted down and land on my lap but then he did get the last laugh i posted this all on my um my personal twitter which is at mr barry lewis if anyone wants to follow me on there um i posted a picture of it and uh he basically wrote the check uh for 30 pounds mm. in, the, in the in the amount box on the right and then you have to write the amount don't you but yes. he wrote 35 <laughs> so Ooh, when what? i used to work in the bank i remember this i can't pay that in no, because it's, it's not not the, not the right amount. So I was like, "Thanks, Dad." So you, you not only have you sent me something I can't cash in, you've ultimately got the last laugh here. So he's right; it was card only because <laughs> that check is worthless. So bless him. <laughs> I I expect that wasn't his intention. No, was it? He just I, had a lapse. I do get one of my um, taste things from Dad. I do remember this. Like he used to put sauce on nearly everything didn't he he did yeah brown mm. sauce brown sauce yeah. yeah i i do that a lot now but except i don't do it with brown sauce i do it with barbecue sauce oh yeah i will literally lava that stuff um on apart from my rice pudding surprisingly mm. no vinegar on that no. i will put that on absolutely anything mush it through like becky might make a risotto mm. i might make a risotto i'll then just be like i make all this like ram loads of nice herbs and butter in it get a real nice nutty vibe and then just destroy it by lavering this barbecue sauce on top you gotta be like that right not necessarily. No, I just maybe it's my quirky thing. Mm. Not people like sauce just to liven things up, don't they? Oh, everyone likes a bit, a bit, of, saucy. bit of sauce. Yeah. yeah. What's your favourite sauce? 
probably just oh i like mint sauce i do too yeah yeah i'd put mint on moussings yeah i, I love the tang of it it's um sharpness just above that for me is horseradish sauce that's another thing mm. if i don't put barbecue sauce on something if we've got a jar of horseradish here i will lava that stuff on there no oh. i'm i'm not with horseradish i'll stick to my mint no you don't like that a little no. bit of mushy peas homemade put them in a little frying pan right a little mm. bit of water in there boil it away Tip out the water, chuck in a knob of butter and some mint, chop that up, mush it up, just crush it with a back of your spoon. Best peas ever. Mm. Mm, really nice. Or balsamic vinegar, a little teeny splash of that as well. Just really takes it up a notch. Sounds are. interesting. You know, we've been nattering for over an hour. Joking. I always try to make these podcasts about an hour long, 40 minutes plus, uh, within that sort of range. So I think we're coming to the end of our audio experience with my mother. Um, you are on Instagram, aren't you, mum? Yes. What's your handle? At Anne, is it? I can't remember. I'll get it for you now. Do you know what your handle is? Do you know what a handle actually is when I say that? No, she's doing like, a, I'm a little teapot. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's your at, you know, at name for my social media. Name. Yeah, like how mine is at my virgin kitchen. Mm, you, can... you try and keep it quite consistent if you can. Um, it just helps. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to get mine up on the screen now so I can find out what yours is in. Uh, here we go. At Ann Rogers 6, A-N-N-E Rogers, R-O-G-E-R-S, and a number 6. My mum is on Instagram, and if you look at my latest post, as I say now, two days ago, uh, I posted a picture. Um, it was a text message conversation I had with my mum. She's like, hey, I don't know what to get you. In fact, let me read it out. What does it say? I actually just screenshot it. I'm really worried what to get you for your birthday. Help me. And I just replied, because I was really busy, sharks with laser beams on their forehead. And I did a, uh, like a picture of, um, what is it, Dr. Evil from Austin Powers, because that's a very famous line from, uh, from the movie, where he's just like, I want, he can get anything he wants in the world. I want sharks with freaking laser beams on their forehead, number two, or something like that, okay? Mm-hmm. So, turn up at my mum, you just crossed your legs. Oh, my God. Don't look. Please. Can someone put a nappy on you or something? <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe, there's only nappies Don't upstairs. Need a nappy, thank you, know, you. Need something to cover. Jesus. Oh. <sighs> right. Um. Yeah. So we get to the meal last night. Here's your presents, and they get passed around. And have a little look. Had a very nice notepad of shaped in the pug shape. That was very nice. So whenever I want to make any notes now about things, I can use my pug one and scribble all over that. Um. Actually, my mother-in-law Leslie ma- bizarrely managed to find not only a son-in-law card, which I think is quite rare anyway, but a son-in-law card with pugs on it. Mm. I was very... She was very good. Very lucky find that. Mm. Um. But I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. So, my mum... Oh, this isn't your main present. Your main present's on the way. Uh, which she then told me after the meal. I haven't got you anything yet. Do you want to tell me what you want? <laughs> so, that was a big old little fib, wasn't it? Well, then, luckily... She did have one tangible present that I could open up. And I open it up, I put out the bag. And if you do go on to uh, my personal Instagram at Mr. Barry Lewis, you will see that there is a photo of my mother holding up a T-shirt. And on that T-shirt, there is a shark with a laser beam on its head. And it actually very, if you zoom in closely, the, it has the My Virgin Kitchen logo, logo on the laser beam. So on the on the... On the torch thing that's firing the laser uh so i did say you, you get what you ask for i mean it's not actually a shark with a laser beam on its head but i'll take it it's as good as it's what you ask for is it so, you or leslie 
that once got pots and pans for their birthday. I think it's Leslie, actually. Not me. Yeah, I think she brought that up. My mother-in-law. I think it's um, Dick, my father-in-law. He got, uh, this is Becky's parents, I'm sure for Christmas or birthday one year. I I, I might be getting this wrong. It might not be them, but someone definitely got their female partner pots and pans (laughs) for a birthday. You know, there's some, there's rules that you don't sort of do sometimes Mm. and there's some like the the code, but I'm sure I've made mistakes like that. Actually, when I first met Dick, the first year, his birthday, I think it was about three months of knowing mm-hmm. Becky. I got him a pair of boxer shorts that said, hello, my name is Dick on them. Oh, I bet that went down but, well. Then, yeah, it's probably a nice icebreaker for him, but we've never really talked about that. And I, yeah, It's good that I get on so well with my in-laws. But, uh, it is. So what's the worst gift you've ever been given? Let's finish on that, Mum. The worst gift? You got anything like that? No, because people n- normally give me really lovely gifts. I don't know about a worst one. No? Not really. Yeah. Well, that's that's a nice that's a nice conversation to have then. Hmm. Well, maybe I'll get you a Sharks with Laser Beams T-shirt on. Then. No, but I've not asked for that. No, what, what would you ask for if I was I to think ask you? Now? Men are completely difficult to buy for. Well, I'm always been the thing that I'm like, if I want something, I'll just get mm. it. I won't wait for my birthday because generally, if I want something, I need it. Mm. Whereas women, there's lots of things that you can get women. Okay, so if I was to say to you now, what would you want for your birthday? I like perfume. I love makeup. Mm. Spa day, which you enjoyed. I did have a spa day. Yeah, clothes. I went away. Yeah, that's what Becky got me. We went to a spa break, had a day off, and it was like, she then got me a massage. I had a back, neck, shoulder, and I asked him to do my legs as well. So he only went half on my back. Crikey, did they hurt. I was walking like John Wayne yesterday, I don't know if you saw. Blimey. Mm. He said, oh, you're very tense. They're very naughty. It's good for you. You could have come to me. I could give you a yeah, massage. Yeah, my mum does do massage. I am trained. Do you, do you go around your house sometimes? You know, don't have to have some wacky contraptions. Um, it's like Tony had that potato cutting machine the other day. I got that one, a little bit of that on the vlog. It was the most bizarre scene ever. I was like, so here I am. I'm just about to edit a video. Next scene is like me making some spiralized potato with Tony. Do you remember um, you had a spray tan booth? Yeah, I still got a spray tan Yeah, but do you remember trying it out on your, your poor suffering husband, Tony? And I came round and all I could see was this like <laughs> orange blob sat on the sofa and he smiled. It's like these white teeth. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, are you okay? <laughs> but this spray tan I use now is extremely natural. Mm. You should try oh, So you're them. not using Marmite anymore? No, I've gone off Marmite. We've okay. changed the brand. But and... you used to have some real gadgets, didn't you? Like, what? do you remember that? What I used to come, I come home. I think it was from some work or something like that. And you'll be sat there, and you look like a chipmunk because you have these two things that are like computer mice in your hands or mouse, computer mouses, mice, mouse. What's the plural of computer mouse? What are you talking about? Right, just imagine a computer mouse in your mm. hand, right? Mm. You've got one without a cord on it. It's in your hand. You've got another one in the other hand, and you have got them rammed up into your cheeks, going. <laughs> like, All right, mum. You're like, mm-hmm, can't talk right now. Like, what? Give me 20 minutes. What was that machine? What did it do? It's facial toning, my darling. Um, okay, so what does what does it do? What was it doing? It helps tighten. Right. Hmm. That's it. Was it like poor man's Botox or something? Not exactly, no. It, do you still use it? I mean, that would be telling. Oh, my gosh. Oh. You used to have that toning belt as well? Yeah. Uh, do you remember me and my uh, friend? Oh, Who was that? Oh, my gosh. Ali South... No, Ali... Ali Southcombe. That's two no, of my friends no. combined. Ali... Ali um, Mills. Ali what's it? Yeah. So, you know, you get those electric... As you can tell, my, um, I'm, just, I'm painting the picture of my mum here. She's very 
into keeping herself in good shape and trying out the latest technology to stay ahead of the game. Uh, so these oh. are really common now. You see them on these adverts. You get these really muscular sculpt men and these women that are wearing workout gear. And on their tummy is these bands that you know they, you tighten around and you've next to it basically got, an, <laughs> I don't know, a CCU unit that you'd have in a house, like a fuse board. <laughs> you can basically change the current that goes along your body and it makes your muscles tone and move. But we had these pads. Mm. Did I just say, oh, mum, can we borrow them or something? Can we have a go? And me and Al sat there. We took our tops off and we stuck these like pads on. I told over. you no. Yeah. With which you stuck them on Ali. And me. Uh, well, and you. But when Ali had it on, you turned it up. Oh my gosh, yeah. When you turned it up. Like, oh. like remember that? Because your muscles sort of go. Like that. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't funny. You were such a prankster. But you can put them on your face everywhere. You can't. Well, most places. Oh, God, Mum, I don't even want to know where you've tried that. No, what? I haven't. Oh, my gosh. Tony, what if I trampoline and use this at the same time? This <laughs> is <laughs> vision of someone, like, bouncing the air. Going, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You're painting such a funny picture of me. None of it's true. I Phoebe, don't have a trampoline. She sat there and had to listen to all this. What do you She's think? Giggling. Is, that, is that true? She's, oh, there's a little She's... quiet nod. That's my nanny summarised up. Oh, I'm a nice nanny. Nanny Anne. Nanny Well, thank you, Nanny for joining me. Mm, I hope you've enjoyed okay. the podcast. It wasn't too bad. You've certainly loosened up. You've certainly loosened your legs up a few times. Jesus. <laughs> um, you've now got that relaxed pose again. I might have to get you a martini as a reward. But um, thanks so much, folks, for listening to the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. I'll keep the guests, the mix of guests coming as much as I can. Hopefully, I'll try and get my friend Ali on uh, next week or the week after. I want to talk about our American road trip where we uh, experienced some really cool food. Have you ever done a road trip, Mum? I wouldn't say a road trip, no. <laughs> I went to the shops once. <laughs> yeah. No, I'd I go to London and places like that. Okay. So, but not like all around America. I've done cruising, love my cruising. Yeah, you've suddenly... Oh, Mum, stop with your legs, please. God's sake. Goodness sake. I know, I don't need to see that anymore. Came out of there, for God's sake. Um, do you remember the time we um, drove to Paris? The Disney World, Disneyland Paris. I think it was like... Um, one of those cheap holiday things where you get a hotel and they they shuttle you to the uh, the actual park and then yes, you come back and stay in yeah. like a one star. Mm. Do you remember that? I think there was this young girl that I was sat opposite on the coach trying to impress and I wanted to pretend that I was asleep and looked all saintly. I think I was about 14. Like, mm, it's a girl next to me and she looks about the same age. And I was like, I sort of like slept like, because she was, we were both in the aisle seat and she was like next to me. I was like trying to sleep. Like looking like pretending that I was asleep, just listening, like looking at everything. Oh, she might be looking at me. And I remember I actually legitimately did fall asleep. And you know how sometimes you do that sort of weird pose and you fall asleep, your tongue hangs out and you, your arms moving like, <laughs> like dribbling. I basically did that. And like, I think you you do realize that you fell asleep and that girl, <laughs> I think you knew what I was trying to do. Like, yes, mum. If you are that girl. Oh, get in touch. I'd love to have you on the podcast. Talk all about it. It's so expensive, Disneyland, isn't it? It is expensive. It's good fun, though. It's got to be done if you've got children. Yeah, it is. Um, there we go, folks. Fruit salad, like six quid. Mm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Little cheese pun that I'm using a lot at the moment. Nothing like a fruit salad. Isn't there? No. Okay. That's, that's a good line. I want that on a T-shirt. Do you? Yeah. You do want like... a shot with a laser beam. Well, that, I've already got one of those now. Something I've always wanted. <laughs> I might wear that at the gym. Just be well, like, of course. see if anyone actually looks at it and goes, what the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's not exactly subtle either. It's just a massive shark as well. It's not, I don't know. It, I know. Um... When I asked for it at the t-shirt shop, the t-shirt shop, he said, 
Did you say a shark with a laser beam? What accent was that, Mum? That was not English. It's my accent. Did you say like uh, a shark with, with like a laser, uh, a, a laser beam? beam? Oh my god! <laughs> you went over to America. Yes. You tried some weird food out there, didn't you? Was it grits or something you had? Grits, yeah. You made some friends we- out in America. I've got some lovely friends in America. Yes. I have two friends in America. I, no, I've got <laughs> lots of friends, but my main friends are Elizabeth and John. Oh, you know, saying that, people outside of America are going to be like, she knows Queen Elizabeth? No, they live in Illinois. Illinois? And what yeah. do they, uh, how did you meet them? We met on the cruise, and they were great friends of ours, great buddies. Yeah? yeah. And what do they, oh, didn't you have grits though? You yeah. You said something about when you experienced eating grits, you were like... That was another time, though. That's our first visit to America. And they said, do you want grits with that? And what were grits like to you? Did you enjoy that? No. Nah. No. No. Did you have vinegar on it? Oh. See? That's what you needed. You uh, needed Pascal there. Uh. <laughs> well, maybe we can have you get on back and you can tell me more about that. And maybe we could even get Tony on this as well. Uh, that would be hilarious. Probably. I think that he would... Um, I think he would relish the opportunity to talk to talk about this. My my stepdad is quite a uh, Phoebe's like jumping. Yes, yes, he's quite an uh, eccentric chap, isn't he? He's a character. Yeah, and uh, I, I I think that once I get him into this setting where he's got his headphones on and the shackles are off, it will be podcast gold. So uh, he could be a future guest, I think for sure. But thank you, Mum, for joining me, uh, folks. If you do enjoy the podcast, don't forget to like it and share it. If you tell a friend about it. Then, then they'll tell a friend and they'll tell another and it'll grow. And there's people in all other crazy countries like Hawaii and Thailand and, and even this place called Ireland that actually listen to this podcast. So it really, really means a lot. Uh, comment, share, like and all that stuff on podcasts that provided Stitches, iTunes and SoundCloud and many others. Come into the Google store soon as well, apparently. Do you know what that is? Not a clue. Oh. Okay, and I'll be doing another giveaway soon. I gave away some Apple Peeler gadgets. Um, also on my social media page, the Facebook page will be the one that's going to have that soon. There'll be some giveaways there. Uh, when we go into the new studio and do some live stream cook-alongs, which is going to be awesome. Will you do one with me? Yeah, I'll cook with you. I want to make it what I want to do. I'm going to post the ingredients on like a Monday or a Tuesday mm. uh, so that everyone around the world has got the chance to get them or get their own local version of it. And then on the Thursday, we're going to go live and cook. And even if someone's in Australia... It's okay because it'll be recorded as live so they can watch it when they wake up or when it's a good time for them and watch it real time and do it with us. That sounds like a plan. So it'll be a bit of banter, a little mm. bit of fun and games, mm-hmm. ultimately cooking and then it'll be fun. So I'm, I'm probably going to do that on Facebook or I'm currently discussing potential platforms for that. Oh, okay. Um, I look like, looks like you're about to cross your legs again. So uh, thank you again, Mum, for joining me. That's okay. No uh, problem. It's been nice to reminisce even if... Um, can't remember half of your stories. <laughs> your memories are like, oh, I don't know. I, I, don't, know. I just don't know. It's bad, isn't it? It's okay. We've managed to pull some old stories out. That I completely forgotten as well. Mm, like the, 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 the There's student probably one there. a lot more brewing. That... There is. So have a think. I will. Write them down. I recommend that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, maybe we'll have you back soon. Okay. Well, come prepared with stories. All right. Thanks so much for listening, folks. And uh, remember, there's like, I think this is number 21 now. So there's 20 other podcast episodes. Should you wish to proceed to those now? Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye.